0: When you make the right pairing, unexpected things happen. But one thing is for sure, a great partnership makes all the difference.
1: That's why we're very excited to host our first ever speakeasy podcast guests, Robin and Betsy Minerworts. Robin and Betsy are not only one of the best duos
0: we know, but they are dear friends and colleagues, and they have a pretty cool partnership of their own with Smirnoff vodka. The Speakeasy Podcast honest conversations about leadership and sanity in the creative industry.
1: I'm Karen Steffel. And I'm Jen Estel. Managing creativity in business? We probably have an opinion on that. <laughs> no prohibitions. Clearly, we have cocktails. Betsy and Robin, tell us a little bit about who you are. I'm Robin, and
2: uh, my wife, Betsy, and I are both recovering journalists. We met when we worked at the Lansing State Journal. feels like a million years ago now. Um, And we were friends for a lot of years. We've been together for 15 years. Um, I now have left that career, went into community philanthropy for a time, and now own my own editing and consulting
3: business. Organ and tissue donation is my passion and my job. And... uh, I also am super fortunate to be working with Karen, um, who's been helping Gift of Life through Render um, with some amazing storytelling. And uh, so all that's really cool. And uh, Betsy, tell us
1: about your weekend job of laying tile and I, renovating old cottages.
3: Well, I, I talked Robin into allowing us to uh, fix up our old place on the lake. And uh, at this point, a year later, I've, I promised her, I said, I got you into this, babe. I'm going to get you out. And all we've been doing is working for the past year. And it's because I failed to manage her expectations. She thought it was going to be done in six weeks. We started it last May. it's on HGTV. It is now May.
0: Because it happens in 17 minutes.
3: (laughs) Right.
0: So, yeah, um, it's coming along. but um, The most recent tile job picture that I saw on Facebook, the mosaic hallway, mm -hmm. is damned impressive. It's amazing. She's
2: fearless with home projects, um, and she's good at
1: them,
0: which helps. Uh, she
2: will watch a YouTube video on how to swap out your water heater, hot water heater, and she'll just do it.
0: Yeah. That, so that must make you – so the, our theme is partnership, right? Mm-hmm. So that must make you guys really good partners. So what's your role in home renovation? I'm the errand runner and shopper. Yeah, so stay out of the way. Yes,
2: I make multiple trips to Home Depot because every good project takes multiple trips to Home Depot in the (laughs) middle of it. Um, It's more challenging up at our place up north because round trip, that's an hour. (laughs) A little
3: easier here in Lansing. So when I need some me time, I ask her to go pick up some screws. (laughs) And then she's just gone for a really long time. And you get out the Netflix and everything's
0: gone. Right, exactly. (laughs) Meanwhile, you guys have like 70 pounds of screws at the cottage. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. See, I could go off on these tangents for a really long time. So I don't even honestly remember when I met you You people. We've all known each other for a while, a cool and, and we've worked together in multiple capacities, mm-hmm. right? So that's sort of how this came to be. Um, we can talk about that all, all we want, but really we want to hear about the Smirnoff thing. Do you guys want to tell us what's going on?
3: My version is this. Every now and then I'll come home from work, and Robin will say something like, So I didn't really tell you about this, but six months ago, I signed us up for our faces to be on uh, on a label of of vodka. And it was the the chances of us being chosen were like a million and one. And guess what? (laughs) Our faces are going to be on a bottle of vodka.
2: I literally forgot this happened (laughs) because there was such a long stretch between the sign up and when we found out that it actually happened. But I think the contest was announced shortly after we got married for the second time. And so I should probably explain that too.
0: Yeah, because you guys have been married twice. Right. Yeah. Um, in a row. Well, no. <laughs>
3: one, was, one was legal, we're one very, was not. We're very um, particular about that.
2: So the first time we had a ceremony, we called it our comitzevah because it was not currently legal in Michigan. It was in um, 2008. And we wanted to get married We wanted to get married legally, but we wanted to also get married in Michigan, but we wanted to have a ceremony while Betsy's mom was still with us. She had been diagnosed with ovarian cancer and we had lost her dad a couple years prior and we wanted to have a meaningful ceremony that she could be here to be a part of. So we had what in all other ways felt like a regular wedding, but it was not legal. So we called it a comitzvah. It was a Um, commitment ceremony. It was was a comitzvah because you're Jewish. Yes, exactly. We made up that word and we just like it a lot. Um, So we had a great time, great party. And then when it was finally legal in Michigan, we needed to do it again for real. (laughs) So we asked my dad and stepmom if we could borrow their backyard. And we did it again. And about three months after that is when Smirnoff announced their their competition. This is the second year I believe they've done this in partnership with HRC and so I signed us up because I signed us up for everything. And we are used to being, we call ourselves spokesbians because we're often the only gay couple people know. And we get asked to do interviews about things now and then. Well, the TV
3: stations in town know Yes. Us. <laughs> so that's the other thing. Like I would come home from work and Rob would be like, uh, yeah, WLNS is going to be here in 20 minutes. Um, we're going to be on the air as the spokesbians. And I'm, I'm just like, talk to us about what marriage. are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Change your shirt. We're going on the air. <laughs>
0: so... The- <laughs> the journalist never really went away in you no, no no and i think part of that too not only because you're fabulous but you're also known communication entities and so you already have those connections with with other fellow journalists that is
2: very true too and and t- quite quite frankly we are grateful that we live in a community and come from families that are very supportive of us. So it is not as risky for us to be out front as it is for some people, especially in the years leading up to when same-sex marriage became legal. So that's why I signed us up for so many things, because I'm so excited.
3: So can I back back up um, on why we were particular? We didn't really explain that. So when we had our commitment ceremony, Robin was one to, on occasion, introduce me as her wife, and some other people were like, oh, this is Robin's wife, Betsy. And and my whole point then was, no, um, it's not legal yet. We, we actually cannot, we are not allowed to use that word because it's, it's, we're not legally allowed to use that word. And until we can use that word, we're not going to use that word. Mm-hmm. And so we stopped using it. Um, and even other people were like, hey, that's somebody's, you know, Robin's wife, Betsy's wife. I don't know. Do you get it? It's it's yeah. we didn't we didn't allow ourselves to go there until we really could go there.
0: You needed to hold out until you got the ultimate goal. Absolutely. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. too because especially because we live in um a pretty friendly um community, it could be taken for granted that you could be so out and and people would just, oh, accepting, but it matters. The the legal part of it mattered. Yeah, and so, it was endearing for mm-hmm. other people to um identify us
3: as Wives, but I, in, inside I was like, nope, that's not really a thing yet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, when it did become a thing, I just signed us up for everything.
0: <laughs> Which got us here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you did mention that Smirnov has a partnership with HRC. Go a little mm-hmm. bit more deeply into. What that is. So there's HRC. They, you know, they have a Love Wins campaign. Yep. tell me more. Yeah,
2: well, there, there, and the Love Wins campaign is is something that that is tied with HRC and Smirnoff, but it's also a hashtag that, frankly, everybody has been using, especially sure. surrounding the Supreme Court ruling back in 2016, mm-hmm. and so uh, 2015 been that long. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, so these bottles feature married couples, or not even married, all married couples, just couples uh, in relationships mm-hmm. who are happy about who they are and being out and proud. And so I figured that's us, right? And we had this great photo um, from our wedding that actually is not the one that's going to be featured. It was one of the two we sent in of us holding up our marriage license in front of the pride flag at my nice. dad and stepmom's house. Um, but the one they chose, of course, was the goofier one with us making kissy faces at Randy and John's wedding, <laughs> which is also a good photo.
1: Um, but Even chose- though my hair is terrible.
2: <laughs> Your hair looks great on the rainbow iridescent label. You're fine.
1: It does. It looks. You guys look adorable. So they chose
2: 100 of these couples across the country, and um, there was just a long gap between me sending all that
3: stuff in and us finding out. So yeah, Betsy came home one day, and I said, hey... <laughs> Despite We're, the fact that I do communications for a living, I have spent six months not telling you something. I missed this opportunity. <laughs> uh,
0: touche. But before we talk about this amazing drink, the last thing I want to mention is not only does Smirnoff do these bottles in partnership with HRC, but some of the money from the purchases of the vodka goes to HRC. Which is wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to wonderful. step over that. Yes. Awesome. So on that note, Jen, I want you to describe this drink because it's kind of amazing. It is kind of amazing. We were really excited for our friends. So we
1: decided we're in the business of drinking great cocktails. So this is a wonderful excuse to drink one with friends. And we invented a cocktail we're calling Love and Time. That's T-H-Y-M-E. It's a great combination of lavender and chamomile tea, lavender bitters, thyme, lemon, and soda. Mix that all with Smirnoff, and then garnish it with a little sprig of thyme, and it's beautiful. And so you can all go find your favorite Smirnoff bottle. I think there are, what, a hundred couples featured. So there's lots of bottles to choose from. If you find Robin and Betsy on your shelves, you'll be very lucky. And make this lovely drink. It's perfect for your patio this summer,
0: I guarantee it. I can't wait to put your faces in my liquor cabinet.
1: (laughs) So creepy
0: <laughs> in a good way yeah we'll just be watching I'm you pretty pumped about that actually i'm gonna put you on top of my liquor cabinet then It'd be awesome right little creepy moving eyes mm-hmm. like scooby-doo I,
3: if uh, it
1: was that like if it was like a harry potter you know shot where you guys were moving and kissing in it that would be even better ooh.
3: Ooh.
1: someday i feel like in the future that will happen mm-hmm. in the future for sure So anyway, that's a a gift in the making That is a gift in the making. So we are here talking about partnerships. And it's all because of this interesting partnership they've got going on. And there's just so many connections here. And our question kind of is, what does it take for a good partnership?
2: Trust is huge with it. But I mean, I think what we go back to all the time, when we talk about why we work together so well, is that we worked together so well. I mean, we have um, a long history as friends and colleagues prior to our relationship. And so we understand how to work together and how to, this sounds so unsexy, but treat each other professionally (laughs) and as adults. And I think coming to the table, both as communicators and people who come from a similar communications background, we communicate well.
0: Well, I think what I hear you say inside of professionalism is um, respect. Yep. Huge. Yeah. And so you already had that kind of foundation of respect. Yeah, we also uh, talk about
3: appreciation a lot. Mm -hmm. We appreciate each other for our strengths and weaknesses. So Robin appreciates my tile work Mm -hmm. and I appreciate some things about her that she does really well. Like what? Well, I mean, when the dog pukes, um, (laughs) that's not me. I'm the puke
2: parent. There's always one. Yep. I'm also um, IT support in our house. hmm Which is incredible. I iron all your shirts.
0: Wait, there's an iron? Yep. Nice. She likes it. I like it. I really enjoy it. What kind of time continuum do you guys live in? <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. The
1: thing, though, that's interesting to hear about this is you're talking about a personal relationship but it's using those components that you would use in a professional relationship, mm-hmm. you know, having clear boundaries or clear strengths. I'm good at X, you're good at Y. I will do this for you. You will do that for me. So that does have a level of trust and communication to it and sort of some great boundaries. And we are so likely to, to have those things in our work environment and mm-hmm. we sometimes forget them with the people we love.
0: No, I think your point's really well founded, Jen. I think back to, back to Robin talking about being professional, I think that sometimes we have such good boundaries at work, and so we're able to be appropriate with people and check ourselves that maybe sometimes we do less at home. I'm sure your Mm -hmm. relationship isn't perfect. I'm sure that there are times
3: (laughs) Yeah, it is, really.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, like Betsy said earlier about she didn't manage my expectations correctly on the cabin remodel, we actually do work hard to manage each other's expectations about things and, and be clear about what to expect, whether it's... You know, I'm I'm taking her to a, a Broadway show, or she's taking me up to the cabin to do a project in the garage. We try and balance with, okay, here's what's going to happen, and here's what we're going to get out, of and it. here's
3: what you're going to hate,
2: right? <laughs> but it's only going to be for 35 minutes. And because of this, we've developed a phrase we use all the time now, which is, I can't wait until this is a memory. So when we're navigating something we don't enjoy, we're able to pull that out and laugh at it. We laugh.
1: A lot all the damn time I have used that ever since you said something to me about that when our house flooded I have mm-hmm. used that I can't wait till this is a memory mm-hmm.
0: just like Robin told me I can get through it so it's a really good tactic I'm Thanks. actually going to use that because it's rare that Jen and I record a podcast that I don't steal something that I take home it's like how can we make two steps forward Jen has taught me that and it's mm-hmm. you know can't wait till this is a memory I feel like that's going to be said tonight <laughs> to my to my three-year-old, It's like right. when you fall asleep and all this tantrum, mm-hmm. it'll be my memory. That's right. <laughs> Thank God. So managing
1: expectations is really about communication, right? And a lack of good communication can totally erode trust.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm reminded of those like fall exercises, right? Oh, in yeah. school, except when those don't work, which really sucks. Um, we'll all catch you if you fall, Karen. We promise. Yeah. Well, in my professional relationships, I feel an incredible amount of trust, I know that nobody's going to let the thing fall as long as that great communication is always Mm -hmm. in place or those expectations are always spoken. And I feel like that way at home too, except for managing the expectations is different. (laughs) Managing the expectations sometimes is like, Hey, I'm disappearing for a month and I expect you to make it all happen for me at home. I expect no one to die. Yeah. Just keep all nutrition happening. Don't lose a child. There was actually a conversation very like this morning. Like maybe everybody sleeps in the same bed to maintain sanity. <laughs> but feed them. Yeah, do that. It's
3: kind yep. of important.
1: The, the cool thing about partnerships is you get this communication shorthand, right? So you can say something that's really short and sweet, and the other person knows what you're talking about. So that's where good partnerships and communication become a lot of fun. Yeah. Well,
2: and the reason Betsy is chuckling and pointing at me is because our shorthand is actually something that does not translate in a podcast, but we, at the very beginning of our relationship developed this, like Samantha from Bewitched nose wiggle that we do when we're on the other side of the room and it's like, I need to get out of here or you need to come help me. And so, yeah, that.
1: You can wiggle (laughs) your nose. Yeah. You guys, Uh they can wiggle their noses. This is amazing.
3: (laughs) Hers is... Yep. You too? (laughs) Nose wiggle times three. Jen, what's wrong with you? Oh, Oh, you got it. it. You got it. I feel like
1: that's nostril flaring. This is different than than bewitched.
3: (laughs) But it's even that kind
2: of shorthand where we can be in the most stressful, terrible situations and the other one just looks up and does that and we instantly know what has to happen. Honestly,
3: we've both done it simultaneously.
1: Yeah, we have. (laughs) Do you you think that kind of communication and effective communication and effective, effective trust can happen with a fresh or new
0: relationship? I don't ever want to find out. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Kiss face. what about in a professional setting? I mean, you're not going to wiggle your nose at somebody at work, right. but I don't know. Maybe I Ross, you know, Ross on friends had the shorthand where yep. he like pumped his fists together. It's ridiculous. I think what it gives you and
2: certainly what it's given me as I've been walking this independent consultant, I, I work on my own a lot. Um, it's given me the capacity to ask better questions out front and to be clearer with expectations out front. So I know, I feel like if I am a strong and clear communicator from the beginning, then I can help bridge that gap in the relationship and get us on the right path and decide, oh, wait, maybe we're not going to be right together.
3: Clearly you didn't ask very many questions on the cabin project. (laughs) I did
2: not ask enough questions.
3: (laughs) See, I, I'm with Robin on this one because we have
1: our own cabin that we're rehabbing, and it's taking 17,000 times longer than mm-hmm. I thought it would. So um, it actually will never end. I know, and in some ways, though, hearing you talk about it, it gives me pause and more patience for John's escapades that are taking sure. all the
0: time. So mm-hmm. maybe it's just normal. It is. Not to mention that you know you have a cabin project and a basement that flooded at home, at your primary residence. So, so there's bad. the honeydew list is.
1: Long, long and deep.
0: It's very exciting. Long and deep and wide. Dirty.
2: Expensive. Expensive.
1: <laughs> and though and
2: honestly we talk about this too. What a first world problem to have a second home that is being worked on Good and point. is under construction. You know, that's another thing we try to remind ourselves mm. of. Not just with the cabin, but with anything. Like okay. Well and the perspective honestly also comes back to Losing both of Betsy's parents. I mean, this really did paint a bigger picture for us. We lost both of her parents to cancer in a three-year span. So in the first five years of our relationship... In their 60s. They were in their 60s, and young. someone was actively dying. And so at the end of that journey, we looked at each other and said, Oh, life is boring. Isn't that awesome? And to be able to then look at other things that might go a little sideways or not the way you would expect and to say... Nobody's dying. Yeah. This isn't the worst thing
3: ever. Right. Even it was. Even when it was like second worst thing ever, we 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 had that perspective. Right. And have had since.
0: Yep. And all that foundation of trust and communication mm-hmm. um, played a huge role in in supporting one another through mm-hmm. those through those events. You yeah. know,
3: though, th-
1: that brings me to it's so it's so interesting to me that a big brain like Smirnoff takes the time and effort to do this campaign because they're trying to point that out that that. The things you go through, the ups and downs are the same as everybody else's ups and downs, right? We like to tell
2: people that our gay agenda is whose turn is it to empty the dishwasher?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and
2: we're just as boring as you guys are. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Except for that dog of yours. Well, he's not boring,
2: but he has issues. <laughs> he also has his own Instagram account, so I've become one of those people. Oh my he gosh, goes, I didn't know. <laughs> um, gosh, you know what? I, I, the hashtag I George use is, is Georgie ridiculous. ridiculous, but I think it's Georgie underscore Chihuahua. I think is the Instagram for him. I'm Georgie is it ridiculous. I is. love it. <laughs> Georgie is ridiculous was already taken as an Instagram handle because
0: you know because it's I feel like we should worthy. talk
3: some more about Smirnoff and how not that many brands really have gone out on a limb with. Love oh,
1: wins. More certainly have. More
3: have. Yeah. Um, like, you know, I saw a, that Bud Light ad mm-hmm.
0: lately oh, yeah, where yeah. the can is just Cheerios. all a rainbow. Cheerios had a same sex couple in an mm-hmm. ad. Mm-hmm. I just said it, it illustrates how, you
1: know, a gay couple has the same boring agenda and ups and downs in their life as a straight couple. It's just no different. And this is giving us a good opportunity to talk about that.
0: Yeah. And I actually think that it's, it's both kind of a pedestrian approach, (laughs) approach, Mm -hmm. but endearing as well, that at the end of the day, the hashtag love wins is kind of the common denominator for all of our relationships, whether Mm -hmm. it's how you treat the person who you meet on the street to how you engage in any of your partnerships, whether those are personal or professional Mm -hmm. love is a big catch all container for a lot of the ways that you engage with relationships, whether it's an intimate love or whether it's just respect. Right. Sure.
3: It's also just brilliant marketing.
0: Well, for sure, but I think I think it's actually a lot deeper than that. Mhm. I
3: read uh something today that said a new poll shows 62% of Americans um the 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 largest percentage ever um accepting of same-sex couples and the last poll that they did was like 51% in 2015. So,
2: well, and that goes back to visibility matters. I mean, it's why we've been um so interested in being visible and saying that you... It's like you can't hate something when you know it. Yeah. Well, maybe you can't. I mean, that's not true. I kind of hate some things I know.
1: at least you wouldn't hate it with respect to experience instead right. of false pretenses. Right.
2: Great and point. to be able to see... We, we also use the phrase lesbians in the wild that, you know, it's like, ooh, you're seeing us up close and personal in our <laughs> environment, you know, and that suddenly makes us more accessible in some ways. And I'm not saying any of this to make it sound like, oh my gosh, we're so unique and amazing. You should really come see us and meet us. It's not that. It's we are boring and regular and just like everybody else. And
0: there's nothing <laughs> to be afraid of. Betsy crouching behind the <laughs> shrub. Right.
1: In the wild. Although you are... Unique and amazing, and boring
3: and regular. And I think that's the, that's the cool part. Mm-hmm. All the things. <clears throat> when we first got together, uh, I'd l- I like to say that Robin was really wanting to splash around in it, mm-hmm. and I was wanting to dip a toe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you said I wanted to buy a lot of billboards, yeah. and you were not down for that.
3: Not
0: really. It probably isn't a reflection of how you felt about each other, but a reflection yeah. of what you felt was safe. Yeah, and our backgrounds, really. Yeah. Um, I came from a really small,
3: conservative, northern Michigan town, and uh, Robin grew up in East Lansing where...
2: There were gay couples holding hands in the hallway in high school in the 80s.
0: Wow. Mm -hmm. I didn't have that in my high school in the 90s, Mm -hmm. early 90s. That was late 80s, let's be honest. (laughs) I (laughs) hope more high schools have it now than before.
3: Me too. That's true. Hashtag prom. Prom. Yeah. 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 I mean, I went to prom with someone who was gay, but he
0: was a gay guy. So You were each other's safe bet?
3: Yep. <clears throat> That's <clears throat>
0: funny. And your dress had pockets. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of managing expectations. <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> Everybody was safe there. Oh, my goodness. I
0: just bought
1: prom stuff recently for Robbie's first prom, my eldest son's oh. prom. He's going with a friend who doesn't have a date so I, he didn't know how to buy flowers. So that was a fun one back in May. Ooh. Sweatshirt girl's
3: gone. Really sweet. No, no, no.
1: He's not going with his girlfriend because his girlfriend's sister is a senior and forbade her sister to go to prom this year. So he's going with a friend of his who's a senior, which is, oh. it's complicated. It is complicated. Prom politics. Prom politics. <laughs> Something else. But it's funny because Robbie's generation—they just don't care who's gay and who's not. They right. just—they yeah. find it to be the most dull conversation ever. Yeah, and even that's my ear feels yeah. that way too. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: because we have we have several same-sex parents yeah. of kids in class. it's like so. And honestly, I would drink yeah. a
1: Smirnoff drink with anybody, really, especially if it's a good cocktail.
2: Right. Yeah, absolutely. As this one is <laughs> absolutely is delicious.
1: Anyway, we, we started the topic of this podcast talking about partnerships, and I find that to be interesting. The theory behind it came from the partnership you had with Smirnoff, but really when you think, partnerships permeate everything we do, right? You have to trust somebody, you have to have a certain expectation of their behavior and your behavior, mm-hmm. and that works from very small relationships to very long ones like yours. I don't know, what, where have they ever gone wrong?
0: Yeah, I, I feel like um, we've covered all of those bases from trust and communication or also said another way, managing expectations. Uh, we've talked about respect, um, but also just putting in the time, whether it's nurturing something or just doing the heavy lifting, depending on how you want to um, classify your your role in that partnership? You know, in terms of the, the nurturing, it made me think of something else Betsy
2: and I often talk about, which is um, being really big cheerleaders for each other. And I think that actually extends into the partnerships we have with both of you because you can cheer for the work that is being done by the partners you're working with, mm-hmm. too. And I think you want to work with people who you want to cheer for. And that's something that makes us work together as a couple, but also makes us want to keep coming back and working with each of you and your businesses because we want to cheer for you. We are cheering for the work that you're doing, and we get excited to then be a part of the work that you're doing.
0: And that's actually a two-way street because, um, and I think I can speak with, for Jen on this too, is that when you're, um, when you're fully behind the mission um, of an organization or the outcome of a project, then it's so easy to pour your heart and soul into something and to really care about its outcome. And that's true for all the work that I've done for the two of you for sure.
1: Well, and first of all, thank you. That's very nice to hear. But I think so that means partnerships take a level of sort of integrity and moral centeredness perhaps mm-hmm. that you have to believe in what that partner believes in too.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. and that goes back to trust, don't you think? Yeah, it does. Yeah, or don't go there in the first place.
0: Mhm. And that's okay too. Mhm. You know, yeah. that fork in the relationship, that's cool. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, sometimes it doesn't fit and that's okay. Be proud of what you do. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned earlier the idea of effort and the one, the one thought I had was effort isn't a one time shot. You don't put the effort in to secure a partnership or organize something and then you're finished. You can't, you know, wash your hands of it and walk away. It's a constant, constant piece of effort, right? Mm-hmm. To keep that healthy and keep it, keep those lines open, those lines of communication.
0: And similarly in a, in a, in a personal or domestic relationship, a partnership, um, the courtship process is the audition. It's that's not your one shot. Right. <laughs> it, t- it takes a lot of effort. Yep. ongoing. It's a constant input, 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 or else you find yourself with, you know, not a lot in front of you.
1: We always like to joke about it being a bank account, right? You put in deposits and then you can take out withdrawals. so you have mm-hmm. times in which you are not putting deposits in or you are needing something from your partner. But as long as you've made adequate deposits, that reserve is there. Mm -hmm. Um, So you just really have to mind it carefully to
0: make sure it's healthy. Or or even just ask for, like, an extension. (laughs) A little (laughs) little bit of credit. (laughs) A line of credit. (laughs) Don't overdraw. I promise next month, I promise.
1: (laughs) I'd like to overdraw on this drink, you guys. It's so delicious. (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) Yes.
0: Uh, uh, It looks like none of us have left much on the table in terms of the beverage or um, the conversation. Uh, One more time, this is called... Um, Love and time, love and time, which is really—I actually love that it's love and time, but it's also love and time. Aww, so clever!
1: Aren't we all just so clever? (laughs) So good. So glad I know you, Karen. But what I would say to all of our listeners is run the out and find a booze provider that has a great Smirnoff bottle and find a couple of smiling faces on that. Do that part. Your money is going to go to a good place and you can make a great cocktail. And we super appreciate our friends for giving us the opportunity to invent a drink in their honor.
0: I can't wait to buy my bottle and do a selfie with them, like in the grocery store aisle. Yeah. I'm going to hashtag the shit out of that.
1: If anybody finds Robin and Betsy on the shelves, do us a favor and hit us up on Instagram because we want to see where that lands in the United States. That would be fun. Uh,
0: you know, what I really, really, really want to happen is besides the selfies with Rob, <laughs> with the bottle with Robin and Betsy's kissy faces, I also want to hear from people. Um, I want to hear about what is the recipe for your partnerships, the the recipe that you think is really, really going to work for you or that has stood the test of time. Robin, where can people shout out to us about that?
1: Well, they
2: can go to thespeakeasypodcast.com and check out the drink recipe there, right? See photos of this gorgeous cocktail that Russia has created. And they can find you on Instagram and Facebook at Easy Underground. Thanks for joining us, you guys. We really
1: appreciate you taking the time to be on our podcast. Thank you for inviting us. We're very flattered. Much fun. Love Love wins. Love wins. Cheers. Cheers.
0: Next episode, we will talk through why transparency is important and sometimes scary.